Today on Bachelor Party, it's a temperature check. Got to check in with Nora Princiati, see how she's feeling about the season, how I'm feeling about the season, how we're feeling about winter. Let's do it. Let's batch. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. It's the B-side. We're just kind of going to parse through things, you know, just catch up on The Bachelor with my colleague and friend, Nora Princiati. Hi, Nora. Hi, Juliette. How are you? You know, I'm just jealous when you talk about The Bachelor on Bill's podcast. And then I'm just like, no, talk about it on Bachelor Party. So here you are. Great to have you. How are you enjoying Matt's season so far? I'm really conflicted because I like Matt a lot. I like Matt too. But the way that the women are behaving is horrible. And it's made the last two episodes genuinely unfun. Genuinely unfun. I agree. I want to talk about Matt for a second. Did you see the viral video of Matt on the golf course with Tyler and friends? Oh my gosh. I did not. I've only seen the viral video of Kevin Clark on the golf board. (laughs) That's the only viral golf video I have seen recently. No, I'm totally catching me up. I totally miss this. Nora's day job is NFL um, podcaster and reporter. So she's busy. The Super Bowl under two weeks away. That's you get a pass. Don't worry. It's being behind on this one. Um, here's what happened. Matt was playing golf with Tyler and some other pals. And you can hear, um, his caddy who I presume is like his friend making fun of Victoria. It's a little unclear what was said, but I believe they're, um, making fun of her appearance. And they were like, I think making fun of her body and saying, and the caddy's like, and you're making out with this girl. And so they were like body shaming her and like look shaming her. And, um, this is kind of like worst case scenario for a viral video for a lot of reasons. Um, what's your initial reaction to this news? That sucks. That sucks in the same way that the last two episodes of the season have sucked. (laughs) Like that's too mean. That's literally too mean. Like it's, it's, she 
she doesn't have control over that, right? Like, yeah. I feel I can sit here and say, I don't think Victoria's hair extensions are very good. And I think <laughs> she should do without them. And I've identified that as the appropriate level of mean because she has not comported herself very well. And she can change that. That's within her power, right? But like yes. attacking people based on things like her body, it's genetic. She also, she's also it doesn't matter. Let's just, let's just start. Does it actually doesn't really matter? I just want to say it does not matter if she's thin or not. Like, who cares? It's besides the point. But I just want to say she is. And so to like, to have such a narrow definition of like what body is like hot is very upsetting. Right. And it's it's also reinforced by the fact that, you know, she's in a crowd of women who are mostly like very five skinny. foot two and tiny, 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 tiny. And yeah, no, it's just gross. Just don't do I, that. It's not it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And also, this is why it's such a bummer. Imagine, by the way, Matt did not say it, but this is, you know, that's we're, good. We're a week into the Biden presidency. So I'm sorry to be bringing up the former president, Donald Trump. But I will say, like, this kind of like concept of like locker room talk as a woman being like as bad as you fear is just very upsetting. So though Matt wasn't a part of it, the fact that like this is how some subset of men speak to each other when women are not around like very, very much upsets me. And through four episodes, Matt has seemed to be a very um, gracious, kind, and warm guy. Like he really does. Like he seems like he's trying hard to be a nice man throughout this. And so for him to be implicated in this kind of like locker room talk video really bummed me out. Cause like, don't you just always hope that there's that like the cliches aren't true? Like, aren't we just hoping that like, that's not really how guys talk to each other? Not all guys, but a certain subset. Totally. And I think everybody acknowledges, right, that like that happens sometimes. Sure. Yes. But I think what we hope, right, is that at a certain point in life, people realize that it's it's just not cool to be mean. Like it, yeah. it says so much more about you than the person that you're dissing or insulting or, or whatever. And that is so parallel, I think, to how some of the women have behaved, where it's just every stereotype about girls getting together and being catty and ganging up on people that, yeah, I think everyone has an experience that fits that mold. Yeah. But women aren't like that all the time. <laughs> like that is a horrible stereotype of groups of, of girls getting together and how that goes down. And totally. it's just not like, it's not like that. I'm so happy. <laughs> so that's why it sucks to see it on screen is because I think like the, the, the female version of that looks a lot like that. And that's the type of thing that like, I think I hope that guys don't sit around being yeah. like, well, no, you know, they must all be like that on, on some level when people are egging each other on or, or whatever. So I know it's just, like, it's just so childish, just so <laughs> childish and awful. The other thing that makes me mad about it is Victoria objectively sucks. And I don't want to have to be in a position to like, be defending her. And so I choose to not defend her because she is mean and the way she's conducted herself is irreprehensible. So I don't defend her, but I condemn this, these guys for acting this way. You know, it's just like, who wants to be like, don't say that about Victoria. That's not how I feel. Actually, you could say whatever you want about Victoria. I just disappointed more, more broadly about body shaming. That's not cool. Yeah, no, it's just lame. Like, talk about something else. You're having a nice day on the golf course with your friend. You can't find something more interesting to talk about than like, oh, you made out with a still conventionally attractive person on television. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of other chatter about Victoria's appearance. A lot of people will comment on like, 
asking there's something wrong with one of her eyes. Does she have pink eye or something? I don't know. It, the Victoria situation is really a mess. We'll come back to that in one second. I just want to note regarding the golf before I move on from it. I, moment by moment, day after day, I talked about this a lot. I am astounded by the amount of sports and activity in Matt's life. Like, I, I, I cannot get over it. Matt spends more hours being active per day than I spend at my computer per day. And I have a desk job. So I spend a lot of time at my computer and I, I cannot get over it. It is such a foreign life to me. It's sort of like a dating profile come to life of like, I love to be active and like, I love warm cookies and I'm a weekend warrior and catch me going for a hike and then a bike ride and then playing golf. But that is Matt. I cannot get over it. Endorphins, man. (laughs) They're a hell of a drug. Yeah. I, uh, we've seen Matt drinking some champagne. Doesn't seem to be a huge drinker, but I do think that like what you're saying, there's something to it. Like, I think he does get off on the endorphins of activity. And I'm like, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Like that's, I still go for a bottle of wine, but like, isn't it, it just, it blows me away. I think I'm also like very aware of my sedentary lifestyle due to working from home because of the pandemic, but like, it's shocking. <laughs> I can't get over it. It is funny because I, so I identify as like fake outdoorsy where I like cool. to do like one activity but the people like that who you go you go for a hike and then it's like okay now let's go to the lake and swim but we're not gonna lounge we're gonna like actively I can get to that buoy before you can like those (laughs) are the people that really put me back on my heels because I'm like no so I did that because I wanted to go home and have a snack and sit on the couch and (laughs) have a beverage please like did, were we not on the same page here? So yes, Matt is very, he's a little intimidating in that regard, but I also love the idea of a super active man who like gets himself out of the house. Oh yeah, sure. For those I, purposes, honestly, Matt so seems great. Fun. I honestly, Matt really does seem great. I like him. Do you like him? I, I like him a lot. I, I started probably at a 10 out of 10 with Matt. He has, and I don't know if it's just because I've been in a bad mood because everybody's just yelling at each other and being gross, <laughs> but he's done a couple things that, can I just complain about Matt for a second yeah. with the, with the basic Nora. understanding that I like him a lot? Lay, Do, is this an open us. forum? Of course. Okay, great. Two, two things. And one, and this is very much like one as a white woman, but also just as someone who doesn't know him personally, like not for me to judge. There were two instances on the last episode where something that had to do with race and it was Chelsea talking about her hair and then it was Michelle talking about George Floyd and how her students processed it, where Matt responded by saying, I can't possibly imagine what that was like. Mm. And he gets like, it is thorny and probably inappropriate for me to ascribe the responsibility of like educating me or giving me a pretty packaged TV moment from him in terms of how he responds to that. He can do whatever he wants, but it did make me curious about the ways that he connects with people because both of those women, I think told us a lot about themselves in the moments when they were sharing those things. And that's just a phrase. Like I can't possibly imagine that that always, I always think that's an interesting one because you want to communicate to people that you're not making assumptions about what they feel and go through and and whatever, regardless of what the situation is. But it's also a little bit like isolating. Like I couldn't possibly get that. That's an interesting point. I think you're kind of differentiating between sympathy and empathy. And he's making it very clear he doesn't have 
he can't empathize, which is fine. But also, like, kind of, I think what's so weird about it is that, um, especially as it related to the Michelle conversation, it would have been interesting to hear Matt respond about his own experience um, during the protests of the summer of 2020 because he attended some. You know, there's some photos of him yeah. and Tyler. He attended some. So, you know, I think um, I think many, many, many Americans had an experience with the Black Lives Matter protests and the um, protests of the killing of George Floyd this past summer. And so though he can't relate to like being an educator and being responsible for teaching um, young minds for whom this is not only a national story, but like a very local story, he does have experience as a black man in America and also attending um, protests and being a part of the movement. So I, I think like what it's a good point. Like it would have been really interesting to hear from him what that was like for him. And they started the season, um, you know, confronting race and Rachel Van and I talked about like just how, how um, thorny and, and problematic the sit down with Chris Harrison was in episode one, but they, they made, they established that race was going to be a part of this season, but Matt hasn't been a part of it. Like it's just sort of like been brought to him and he hasn't really engaged back. Yeah. So it is not his responsibility to give yeah. more in that, but it was something that just my ears perked up and, and I was like, I, I just have a hard time believing that you don't have a little bit more to, to give there. Yeah. He's, um, he seems genuinely worried about messing up. Like he, he when, yes. when there, when there seems to be like a crisis of some kind, he seems like his, his face changes, like the fun drains out. This is a man who likes to have fun. And when he, when he can't just have fun, it's like, he doesn't really have that other gear. Not that he can't handle adversity, but like he clearly does not want to not have fun. And so, right. The stress and like the drama is like so not for him. It was just really funny because yeah. like, what does he think the show is? Right. And also, Mr. My last relationship was four months long and ended because I didn't want it to be serious. <laughs> <clears throat> just saying, okay, here's my other thing. It's far less substantial or important. He is a weird kiss initiator. Oh, my like God. they come so out of freaking nowhere. And just like you're sitting, so everyone's weird. sitting having a nice time. And then all of a sudden, it's like, all right. So the kissing for with landing. his eyes open, that's been well-documented. Very alarming. Um, <laughs> although, like, have you ever gone out on, like, gone out for dinner with someone who wants to see the door? Like, wants, who, like, wants to face outward? Oh, yeah. So that they like, can always, like, see what's coming. They want their back to the door because they don't want to be surprised. Yeah. I kind of feel like this is similar. <laughs> like, he keeps his eyes open because he, like, wants to know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> he think just, someone like, might be know. sneaking up on him. Yeah, he doesn't want to be snuck up on while making out. That's the, that's my best guess here. I don't know. It's inexplicable. Or he's just not enjoying it. Or I don't know. Or he's like so enraptured by the beauty. He wants to like take it in really close up. I don't know, Nora. I can't explain it. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. It's super weird. It's not natural. There's a reason why most of living humans make out with their eyes closed. I'm laughing so hard. I'm starting to tear up. <laughs> Juliet, you are you are pretty well sourced in this universe. If there is one thing I want you to use that power for, it's to figure out if Matt kisses with his eyes open because he is worried someone is going to sneak up on him. <laughs> I'm just trying to give the benefit of the doubt. I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to get in his mindset why you would do this. Uh, I am more, not more, I am equally disturbed 
the way he leans in. It's like he, he it's like he's on a soul cycle bike and his back is flat <laughs> at all times. And he's like leaning over from his waist, like from like his hips area. <laughs> but it's also I it's because he chooses weird moments. It's like yeah. there'll be a just a brief always pause in conversation. Always yeah, it's it's always a little bit like, whoa, what are, what you doing there? But it's not like I don't know. It's it's not like hot. I want to pounce right now soon. Like it's just it's just I don't think he seems like a bad kisser. He seems no. like a weird kiss initiator. And then the eyes open thing is some serial killer bullshit. <laughs> I think the also be this whole sort of like weirdness around how he makes out is amplified for me by the fact that he licks his teeth and like plays with his jaw when he's really into someone. And so there's just like a lot going on in this region of his body. And it's just like a lot. It's just very overwhelming and a lot to parse. It would be really funny. Maybe we'll do this if we get lucky one day to break down tape of Matt going in for a kiss and then making out with Matt. Like, you know, like with X's and O's, Zara the Telestrator style. Like it would be hilarious because there's really a lot that you could ask questions about and, and to improve and to tweak. It's really weird. Can this be a Ringer NFL show bachelor party crossover sure. episode? We'll get some scouts in here. They can totally. Do- we got Dan- got to get Danny Kelly in. He's got to really study. He'll be good. He'll be like a third party observer. Fantastic. He's not, not really into the show I, as far as I know. Who I could always be surprised. It's just also I feel like um, Matt's pants are just like always ill fitting. They were super tight and like just weird. I don't know. Whatever. Um. Let's move on a little bit to talk about some of the other people. We like Matt. We're generally pro-Matt. We like Matt, yeah. You can't be perfect, but we support you. We'd like to hear more about your personal experience. Like, I haven't heard about Matt in weeks. Since week one, I have not learned anything about Matt. Right. No, those are my only two. Those are literally my only two criticisms (laughs) of Matt. You know, he started at an astronomically high approval rating because he's so handsome and no one knew anything about him. It's like, you know, with with the president, there's the only way you can go is down, right? It's very hard to... Lots of people get to know you all, all like an app and they can like you less. So that's how it goes, right? Interhuman relationships. I actually feel, yeah, I actually feel like bachelor lead or even contestant uh, approval ratings probably do kind of mimic presidential ones because then yeah. once they're done, it's sort of like a slow climb where everyone's like, oh, yeah, exactly. Look who the, it is. <laughs> the two, the two archetypes that you just cannot succeed. Well, three presidents, very hard bachelor leads because like they just are put in these ridiculous situations they get stressed out it's just they get deprived of normal human interaction sleep deprived etc and leads on wb shows there was not a single good female wow. lead on the wb on wb television show joey potter sucked rory gilmore sucked lorelei gilmore loved her but like you could object i mean they all blew all of them they just can't win in a teen show wow as a female wow. lead. you're real basket wow. case yeah, think about it. Okay, I want to move on. Um, this past week, we uh, Chelsea won a group date, and we did not see the date at all for which she won. Like that, we have no idea what happened on that date. They skipped like a minimum of eight hours. I saw a theory online that perhaps Peter and Kelly hosted that date, and so they or they were like the returnees or whatever, and so they just chopped it because Peter and Kelly are no longer together and it would have been weird. I don't know if I believe this theory, but I like this theory. I like it too. Do you think they would have chopped it? 
Like, do I don't you think know? that that would have been reason enough to to get rid of it. No, I I would have been like, keep it. It's a time capsule. It's yeah. great. I lo- love it. So we're gonna look back on so many things from the COVID era and be like, wow, I can't believe that happened. Or like, wow, I remember that. And it's funny because it, like it'll all be like these memories that you have like largely within like your pod or solo or however you're spending your days. You'll just have like so many like m- minutia moments to look back on and be like, wow, I can't believe that happened. But it's like something ultra boring. And that's like Peter and Kelly who are super boring. They're like, wow, that happened. And um, I mean, their also- relationship felt very long, but it was short. It was from March to December. It was like almost a May, December romance. Outlasted Cla- Claire and Dale. Oh my God. Very sad. Very, very sad. It's time, time for Claire to move out of Bachelor yeah. Nation for good. Move on to a new country. Maybe she should go to just like leave America once it's an option. <laughs> I don't know. It's not going great here for her dating life. Sometimes you got to mix it up. I think you can find happiness in, in your current country. <laughs> but Hey, if you want to, <laughs> it's a whole wide world. Um, all right, let's, let's come back to the Victoria stuff. Uh, Rough, 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 rough. Um, I hate Victoria. I was thinking, you know, this is actually great to have you here. I was thinking about how we received the news of um, Victoria's shoplifting at a grocery store versus Jameis Winston's and who time will look back on more kindly. (laughs) If you recall, Jameis Winston, they both shoplifted from a Publix, in fact. (laughs) And um, who do you think will be remembered better? Jameis Winston or... Victoria, I also want to say this. I shouldn't really joke because I believe Jason Jameis Winston was also accused of rape. So it's a lot, a lot more complicated with him. But I, I do actually feel like there's some sort of like weird connection here. Well, I, so I was going to bring that up with Jameis because my answer to your question is Jameis will be remembered more sympathetically and fondly, which is already complicated, right? Yeah. Because he, the nature of, and I'll, I'll fill in people who might not be football fans. Jameis Winston is like just going for it. So he throws a ton of touchdowns, but also a ton of interceptions. So just real boomer bust kind of quarterback. So I think because of that, and he also has outwardly sort of a, a funny, silly, goofball-y type of personality. Those are the characters in the NFL where people have a lot of fun with them and have a lot of fun talking about them. So that's sort of already the way that Jameis is viewed. And it has gotten to a point where it's a little, it can be a little tough sometimes because, and I'm totally guilty of this. Like one of the things that I'm most fascinated with is that he got LASIK surgery Mm. over the off season. And again, this is a guy who's made a bunch of big mistakes, which in football, especially for a quarterback, what you see and what you're looking at is, is hugely important. And I think that is one of the most fascinating things. Like I would love to see him get some extended playing time so that we can see if LASIK Jameis is actually better than pre-LASIK Jameis. Didn't like, he have a touchdown in these, in these uh, playoffs this year? Yeah. He did um, on a trick play. Yeah. And so playoff Jameis is fun. There is something undeniably fun about it. But then if you, think about his history and know what that is. It's a little, you know, we have short memories with these things and that's not necessarily good. So the answer I think is Jameis because people respond to his personality a lot better than they respond to Victoria's. That is not necessarily a good thing. No. And, but I will say like, (laughs) I can't believe I brought up Jameis Winston in relation to Victoria. I love it. (laughs) Victoria is also doing like a weird, like, 
apology tour in cahoots with a with ABC. She went on GMA this week to like talk to Tamron Hall and like apologize. I have to say, I didn't watch it. I don't want to hear more from Victoria. I didn't I watch it to. either. I don't, I don't want to. I'm just, I'm not interested. I don't Me think neither. that. Uh, and I just want to say, I wouldn't watch a, a, a Jameis Winston apology either. I'm just like, whatever. If you're going to play football, fine, we'll watch. But like, Victoria, we have to see you on The Bachelor. That's enough. Like, I don't want to participate in her apology tour. She's really mean. She's really mean. And also, we have, we've watched this show for years. People do ridiculous things because they're in a stressful and weird and strange situation. They don't act like that. I know. I know. So many people have gone through this process and they don't act like that. I don't think that you get to do reputational damage cleanup after the fact and be like, oh, well, I'm a different person off the show. Like, I'm sure you are to some extent, but we have years and years and seasons worth of evidence that that's not what happens when you enter the house. That says something about what she thinks is an okay way to act. And it's just not, it's, it's also as much as it sucks, it's also just not interesting. Like it's, yeah. it's boring. Agreed. This like, it's overall boring. The things about Victoria, like the whole like ecosystem around her is like, honestly, there's more to parse there than what she said on the show because she's called other women, whores, sluts, slurs, and dumb hoes. She called Sarah trash and there's plenty of other Sarah issues, but like, it's just like, that's not how you treat people. And then she, uh, she, is fighting for her right to like, quote unquote, express herself. But that just means be mean. And it's just like, it's so juvenile and stupid. And she's, she sucks. I mean, also like, you know, she's, she's going for fame. I think this is a lot who she is. Everyone's like, no, she's an actress. And some of the evidence is that she was seen on an episode of million dollar listing LA. Um, and like, has like a <laughs> home, like in the background. And it's like, that proves nothing to me. Like, whatever. I don't think it's hard to go on a tour for million dollar listing LA. I think, I think it proves she wants to be famous and like associated with wealth, but like, that's about it. I I just think like this actually is probably a lot of who she is that she has felt comfortable enough through four episodes. Like this is how I'm going to be on TV. Cool. Let's do it. I haven't heard someone say the word word in air quotes slore since 2009. I've never heard it. This is my first time she introduced it. <laughs> Congratulations. <to me. laughs> What FYI. a moment for you, Juliet. No. Some of this stuff you don't just you don't come up with yeah. on the spot. Like that's that's coming from inside of you. The call is coming from inside the house. Like <laughs> it's just ridiculous. She really sucks. You, also, something about um when like having the impulse and also the gall to remove an item like a crown from somebody else's. Oh my God. That was, that made me furious and also like physically uncomfortable. I wanted to punch her through the screen. Yeah. I just did a punch. And I don't think (laughs) it was very, by the way, yeah, could have used some of that on the boxing date. (laughs) Boxing date was literally a snooze. I literally fell asleep during it. I had to like go back and watch it again. I know that they're like up against some constraints here. But they've got to stop doing these fighting dates. I know. It's like, like so silly because either someone gets hurt or nothing happens or both, as we've now seen two times, essentially. Like, like usually both. Yeah. It's just like, no, thanks. It was that was a real, real rough one. No, thank you. But they've done this like f- five times yeah. at this point. And it well, two always seasons in a row. ends the same way. Right. And I feel like I remember some other ones from seasons past. And I didn't expect COVID to be this bad for The Bachelor creative. I really didn't. Just like, I don't know, like for some reason it's not as big of a trouble in paradise, but like, I don't know. I'm just like, this is not 
entertaining. I didn't know that I needed a trip to Peru so badly. But they're also pretty creative in in other ways. Bill and I were talking about this too. I may be in the minority here. I don't care that they're in one place. Uh, It's really not bothering me that much. I think it's funny that they made them kayak in hollowed out pumpkins. Like that was, I enjoyed that. I thought that was funny as well. I think that there's just something to um, the like, but like the visual monotony of the hotel lobby that I'm like kind of sick of. And this happened with the La Quinta. I was like, I never need to see Spanish tile ever again. This is like, I never need to see it. The foliage is beautiful. I'm like, I never need to see a grand like lobby ever again. I don't know. I'm kind of like not into hotels is one of my personal takes. And this is reinforcing it for me. I just prefer like an Airbnb. I prefer just like a standalone unit. I mean, obviously the caveat is like a really fancy hotel. I'm certainly very into, um, (laughs) luxury I accept, but like, I just don't know that this like, this like kind of like hotel experience is really, um, that captivating. I I do think that like the woods of Nemecolon look very nice. Yeah. I like having a, I like having a fall aesthetic. Yeah. Cause that's great. pretty unusual for the bachelor. Yeah. Although we'll say just came out yesterday. Next season, the bachelorette is filming in Alberta, Canada. They're <gasps> starting like in March. I'm so excited. I know Wait, you just broke that news to me. And I, oh, so wow. I self, I self identify as a winter person. Oh, great. Which I me know too. is, is me unusual. Too. Oh sure. my gosh. Yes. Wow. I, I, I'm like enjoying myself right now in, in the cold weather of New York. Every time. So I've lived in the Northeast my entire life. Every time I see snow, it is like I've never seen snow before. So that is fantastic news to me. Oh my God. I like for this, this current winter, I like to, um, blast tis the damn season or exile and like watch snow as it falls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, I couldn't be lame with a glass of red wine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like the first time it snowed in December, I haven't experienced a snowfall like, like this in many years. I stayed up late and stood at the window and just watched. I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. I could not possibly relate to this more. And typically when you're watching The Bachelor, they gear much further towards like sunny beach. Yeah. Well, Everybody I think in general, the, bi- the bikini. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, you know what else is really underrated in this life is a winter beach walk. It's just like the best. Absolutely the best. And there's always wind <laughs> and you feel very dramatic and like out of a novel. It's incredible. It's just fantastic. It's also winter clothes. I know like bulky coats bother people. I look way better winter clothes. Great. That's for sure. No. But my, yeah, my dream, I have better hair in the winter too. Oh, totally. It's, it's dry, right? The I have two, yeah. two quick personal anecdotes, then we'll move on. One, I was recently on Cape Cod in January and I just like went to a beach and I discovered like 40 surfers surfing in the Atlantic Ocean. And it was incredible. I was like, first of all, you guys are fucking crazy. And it was just like, I had like discovered like a secret. There was like a secret surfing society and I absolutely loved it. And like, I think about it all the time. It's really cool. I wish I was like a good photographer and taking pictures of it. Number two, what was my second winter anecdote? What were we saying? Hair is better in the winter. Mm. Dry. Beach walk. I can't remember. Novel. I'm so overwhelmed by my Wind. surfing anecdote. I can't recall. You know what? It it, it holds its own. It stands up solo. <laughs> Probably much like those surfers. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, yes, we're doing The Bachelorette in Canada. All the all of the trips to Canada from The Bachelor franchise, I can recall, have been very good. Like, they went to Lake Louise, I recall. That was very scenic. Um, 
I feel positive about it. I mean, a lot of good Canadians on the show, like it's going to be good. This is exceptional news. Like really (laughs) nothing. The two things that you've said have made me just unbelievably happy. And it's that Matt kisses with his eyes open because he doesn't want to be snuck (laughs) up on. And this piece of information. Wow. I can't wait. Alberta, let's do it. I mean, yeah, it should be great. I wonder if like, Jillian Anderson will appear because she, uh, she, um, not Jillian Anderson, Jillian from the bat, Jillian Harris. I'm like completely out of my mind today. Jillian Harris. She lives in Vancouver where she's like a local celeb. Anyway, it's, I, I'm looking forward to it, but I don't remember how exactly how we got here. Also say, I also just want to mention that someone DM me to say that the hot tub we keep seeing that Matt cuts the wood for like you literally do have to cut wood for it every time for it to work. And that sounds awful. I was like, should I get this hot tub? And the answer is no, because, (laughs) because it's so much work, but for Matt, it's perfect. It's like you earn your hot tub because you have to like do activity beforehand. I feel like he'd be really into that. (laughs) So maybe he'll buy it for Tyler's backyard and Jupiter. I'm going to say something that embodies the meme where it's like, the feminism leaving my body when I have car trouble, uh-huh. but I don't want to do that, but I would like to watch a man do it for me. <laughs> I don't even want to do that. I don't have to plan getting into the hot tub an hour beforehand to make sure it's warm. I just want to make sure it's warm and get it. Like what the yeah, fuck? But then you're it's like, what the, the smell of burning wood. Is I don't know. Fantastic. Get a fire pit nearby. Just get in a f- nearby fire pit. It seems really solvable. All right. I'm pro this hot tub. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right. Anyway, I don't know. Victoria, she sucks. Who are you into? Who are your faves? I haven't gotten any of your bachelor takes other than what I heard on Bill's pot. Uh, I really like Rachel. She was my night one. Oh, I think this girl's going to go really far. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Michelle hadn't really gotten anything from until this past episode, but she was great. She was awesome. They, I mean, they just seemed like, okay, do you guys fast wanna... friends? She was a college athlete, which is definitely really good for Matt. Like she seemed yeah. fun. She seemed like easy to be around. I really liked her too. I, I liked her. Yeah. I, it seems like everyone's like, oh, Michelle, no brainer. Yeah. That, that seemed very obvious to me. She also in a good way gave me the same question that I have about Matt, which is sort of, why are you on the show? <laughs> Um, I know. I know. I'm just sort of like, but, and also how are you on the show? It was filming in the school season, in the school year, like in October, November. So how right. do people get leave? I'm going to be honest, Nora. If someone at the ringer was like, Hey, I need two months off to go on the bachelor. I would be like, well, do you have enough vacation days? And if the answer is no, I'd be like, well, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Like right. how do people, how do people get this vacation time? Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's bizarre. <laughs> Okay. I really don't know. What is this Europe with these lenient (laughs) vacation policies? I don't get it. What is this Europe? I do love Europe after all, but okay. So you're into Michelle, you're into Rachel. I just want to note Rachel is very problematic, but that will come up probably as the season goes on. I told Kevin O'Connor about this too. Disappointing. Yeah. I'm, she, so I have um, to admit that I'm a little because of where we are in football season. I'm a little yeah, you're like out I, of it. I watch every episode live, but I'm a little out of the discourse. It's it's okay. That's what I'm here for to be the discourse for you. Um, she has just bad Instagram activity of liking racist pictures and being in pictures that have like cultural appropriation. So it's not great. great. It's great. not great. Fantastic. No. It's not great. Fantastic. I agree with you. Rachel's going far. Rachel is the classic. Why are you on this episode? You've done nothing, girl. And you're like, okay, a lot of shots of Rachel for no reason. I I do not get it, but whatever. What else? She's also very good at... She's very good at wearing a lot of makeup without looking like she has clown paint on her face. Totally. on television is a useful thing to pull off. Um, This is also... I think she rubs people the wrong way in some ways. There's definitely a point in my life in which she would have really intimidated me. I like Kit. Oh, I, like I want to see too. more from Kit. I like, I really Kit like too. her. I also would be very intimidated by Kit. There's no question about that. Um, Kit, I've discovered some of the like style Instagram accounts to tell you what everyone's wearing. And Kit is basically exclusively wearing Cynthia rally. So she's also like very brand savvy repping for her family, but I agree right. with you. I like Kit. She seems funny and smart. Um, not sure why she's on it. I don't, you probably don't follow Kit on Instagram, but it seems like she's having a great time hiking in, LA. She's just like living it up. I do follow her. She gets her steps in. (laughs) Yeah, she sure does. She's definitely not a winter person because she's just like loving this Los Angeles winter sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 when I followed her, I was hoping for a little bit more of New York centric activity, but like a cute hat. Yeah. But if I think it seems like she's living a nice life, I I don't fault her for being in Los Angeles. I like Kit too. She was kind of in the mean girl cabal last week, but like when Sarah was still here, but she's, she's gotten better. It really bummed me out when she said the, if you like your experience here is going to be really bad. Yeah. I know. Cause that was just too far. Like it's just, it's a completely shitty thing to say to someone. And then she posted something about it on her Instagram. and was like, I should have been so much more compassionate and sure. Hindsight 2020. Like I, I still don't, like, I just don't think it's very hard to not behave like that, even in a group, because and by the way, I think a lot of the women are not comporting themselves very well because they're just not saying anything like Katie is yeah. the only one who is 
speaking up at all to say that this is becoming a toxic environment. But at the very least, you can just not say anything. So I don't give her a pass for that. But I do. I want to see her interact with Matt more. Kit and just get a yeah, yeah to get a little bit more from Kit because I do like her and I also I should follow those Instagram accounts because one uh, thing that's bothered me is that I want to see I I feel like the camera operators owe us because she dresses so well a full head to toe shot of every outfit at some point like come on guys oh yeah I I agree with you there's a lot I mean between Chelsea and Kit I mean the two of them are just rocking out the style. Yes. I liked how Matt called Chelsea's dress the Bam Bam dress, which I've I've never heard before. (laughs) Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Kit is also another one who I'm just like, she has some good quips, but I also am just like, are are you going far? Like what? You haven't done much, but you're kind of on the show a lot. I have to say, like, we waste so much time on Victoria and Anna that there seems like there's still 20 women here and we don't know, like, most of them. Like, I can't tell you anything about Jasenia. I can't tell you anything about about like about Chelsea, very little about Lauren. Like we don't get to learn about any of these other women. And I do feel like one of the lessons of kind of like the, the feel goodness around Tasha season is we learned a lot about a lot of guys and like everyone really liked that as far as I can tell. And for yeah. some reason, like that has totally evaporated. Like we're not learning about these people except for the ones who've had one-on-ones. And even then it's like, you see them once, and then it's like 40 minutes devoted to Victoria and like, it just really sucks. She's, she's blows. Like she's all time bad. Not even fun. We should make sure though, that we're not a hundred percent just putting this on Victoria because Anna sucks too. Anna sucks big time. Anna sucks big time too. Like that was not cute either. I can't forgive calling someone an escort. Obviously I think like ridiculing someone for being a bottle girl is also really bad. It's a job. Okay. At least it's totally, it's like being a server at a club is a job. And also one where you put up with a lot of harassment and like annoying drunk people who are just like, pour my drink and like guys hitting on you. And so let's have some respect for women who, who work at clubs and pour drinks for you. I, I appreciate it. Honestly, I'm happy to not make my own drink. Absolutely. And I don't mean to frame this completely cynically and just about how these people present themselves because it also just matters what you think and feel regardless of whether there's cameras on or on TV or whatever. But it made her seem beyond mean and, and cruel and judgmental and inappropriate. It, it made her seem just really like someone with a very, very, very narrow worldview. Like it, it honestly kind of shocked me mm. that that many people who must be on some level image conscious, sort of aware of the ways that people talk about issues online, kind of a a certain like online millennial way of thinking and the, the types of things that are part of those conversations to have such a, like to have an exclusively bad impression of someone being an escort or of sex work or like whatever it is. It, it seems like a very, very, very dated I agree. Way of thinking. And it it's, was like not, this just wouldn't, it wouldn't play well. Like I there agree, are so many more significant issues with it than that. But it, it sort of confused me. I was like, your average, your average influencer yeah. is going to understand that people don't like this. Like people don't like the way that you're talking right now. It was so, it was like, 
very cruel and obviously just she clearly felt threatened by I don't I don't even know what like so many women there like just let Brittany you know get to know Matt just like everyone else and then some receipts came out and there are photos of Anna at one of her previous jobs working as a server at a bar and it's just like who are you to call someone a bottle girl when you too have been a server at a place where alcoholic beverages are are served as the primary item so it's just like back off like let Brittany live. And having to spread rumors about her is just like really mean. I, I felt, I really felt bad for Brittany. I think I felt not as bad for Brittany as I did for Sarah in the moment because Brittany seemed to really kind of have a lot of poise and handle it pretty well. I mean, not to say that, she, and she shouldn't have to, right? But she held it together really impressively. Whereas, like, if anyone came at me in front of a group of women, let alone on camera, I probably would like crack and turn into like an Alex Mack style puddle. And it would just be really sad. And it was yeah. like, and I would just be like, okay, well, that's the end of me. I'm leaving now. Brittany handled it really well. She definitely has, she's got, she can stand up for herself. She's, you know, she was the one who kissed Matt immediately. So it yeah. seems like she has a little bit of uh go-getterness that's probably helpful in that kind of situation. But it just, it's so, also the fact that somebody just DM'd Anna and she was like, ah, I have proof. That's a lie. That's just a lie. I don't know who she got right, that it's info. Just, that's you made just a that lie. Up. Yeah. Someone told you to say that maybe. I don't know. Um, back to Brittany and Matt's kiss for a second. I thought that was a pretty weird kiss. Obviously, he was like taken aback, but it was just like very like hurried or something. It was like a lot of like head, like a lot of head movement. And I don't know. I was just like, oh, awkward. I, he also didn't really seem like he liked it that much. Well, he was probably really surprised, but he's yeah. also so they're they're standing up and he's really tall. <laughs> yeah. So it's like logistically kind of complicated. I don't know. If she had done it night one, I definitely would have hated it. My only argument for it is just that she like knew she that said. she was coming in as part of the yeah. second batch and needed to do something. Like, I, I I do buy that. But to be a little bit of a sap, you also wasted your first kiss. I know. With him. It's like, true. It's true. You, know. you can't get that back. Yeah. So I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I like her in general. I was kind of shocked that lingerie girl went home so soon. She's Kaylee. She's now gone. I, I thought that yes. I thought that that would earn you some more time. <laughs> Although I don't know, perhaps just there's no mystery because she's already been seen in her lingerie. <laughs> I was just surprised by that. I'm just being honest. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. But she, this is the thing where it's like, and I don't know what's happening in the footage that we don't see, but there is so much drama that I think a bunch of them, like what else did we get from her? Really? Like we don't know. We don't know anything about her. So there's yeah. no one like I, I take your point, but there there are very few people who have gone home where I've been like, oh, I'm surprised. Shot. Yeah. We just don't know much about anyone. Although I'm trying to think like, do you ever? But I think there's just so many women more than usual, as they've pointed out several times that usually by this point, you're like, oh, it's actually down to like 15 or 13. And, and you can like ignore six of them and really dig in on nine of them or whatever. But I'm just like, I, I feel like all over the place. I don't know where to like really put my attention like should I be investing in Brie should I be investing in Abigail should I be investing in Rachel should I be investing in Michelle like who else I mean obviously Katie we all love Katie she's she's very winning we love vibrator girl she's no longer vibrator girl she's Katie Kevin O'Connor I talked about this against all odds she was able to shed the, the the vibrator girl name and identity and just became a full woman she's Katie it's great it's honestly like kind of a miracle I mean on the other hand, though, is it really a shock? No. I believe you tweeted about this. <laughs> One person is a little bit more relaxed <laughs> after X amount of time than the others. 
She did I don't say know. she we was might be able to offer a theory. She did say don't she was going to lend it out. I don't know if she has Katie, been. Please but... don't. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> or just get some condoms over that thing. <laughs> no. I'm just Can't joking. Be doing that. <laughs> I'm just joking. But she did say she was going to share it. So perhaps who knows in the future. I, I just, Katie, please, you have all this goodwill. Keep all keep all of it to yourself. Um, but yeah, she's it's just sort of like a lot of people out that I'm like, could he be into her? I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell exactly who he's into. Other than Michelle and Abigail, I don't I don't think I've seen him seem like that into anyone. Uh, he clearly had a good time with Brie and with Serena and Seems like he's into Rachel. Gelt gave Chelsea Rose this week too. But I don't feel like there's a lot of like visible chemistry with Matt and anyone so far. So I felt, and this is why it's, I mean, this is one reason why it sucks if she is problematic and not a good person. But I, I feel like he vibes with Rachel. Yeah, he seems into her. I mean, she cried about the prayer. I think that really... We'll look back on the season as like, oh, Rachel was really into the prayer. Of course, she's in the final four. Right. I do. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge part of his life and it touched her. So if they have that connection, it's a really big deal. I mean, yeah, he's really, he's, you know, means a lot to him. So, and apparently it might mean a lot to her too. I don't know. I like Brie. I think she's just like all things considered my favorite so far. She seems like a cool girl. I think Michelle is my favorite. I think that's a common sentiment. People seem really into Michelle. I, I liked her too. And I think it's really cool. She's a teacher. Um, Brie worked at Facebook. I confirmed that after speculating. Um, now I think she's just kicking it. Seems like she's been on vacation. Who's not? You know, we're all just sort of in some kind of mental vacation over the mind. <laughs> I don't know. What is but, this, Europe? What is this, Europe? Just... <laughs> COVID, man. So weird. It's definitely weird. Also, it's going to be funny to go back and think about different phases of COVID based on like where we were with the bachelor cycle. And for we, I mean me, cause I, I look back at like when Matt was announced back in June and I was recently revisiting the episode Rachel and I did about that. And it was like a hypothetical. I was like, who is this Matt? who's was just going to be the first black bachelor. And now we're living it and just, it happened so quickly, but yet COVID persists. So it, it just is like super weird. I mean, obviously everything from these, COVID months will just be perceived differently than anything else in the history of time. But it's just, it is very funny to be like live, living through it, I guess. It's very strange. It's also very <laughs> strange, even that like we would have had a version of this conversation so many months ago and we're still having it. I know. <laughs> it's a real downer. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. All right. Nora, thank you so much for joining me for that. I just wanted to, you know, I feel like I needed a check-in to see how you were feeling about the show. Now I know. Um, listen to the Ringer NFL show with more with Nora Princiati. And um, I'll be back on Monday. I've got two more um, football media people coming in. I've got oh wow, Mina Kimes and Michael Jr., the big three, me, Mina, and Mike. So please tune in and um, talk to you then. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.